Welcome one and all to the Bill Belichick's World Podcast Mock NFL Draft 2019. I am Commissioner Griffin and I am nominally in charge of tonight's proceedings. You join us not in Nashville but instead in the country music capital of East Anglia, Northamptonshire. Way! Well done, everyone. Enthu- enthusiasm. Yes, you have to boo me and me only. Uh, and the picks by the Jets, I, I believe. Uh, my four co hosts are taking the role of GMs for the day, each with uh, around eight draft choices. This may have changed slightly a few minutes ago. Uh, late drama, in fact, as the Seahawks have exchanged edge rusher Frank Clark for the Chiefs' first round pick, number 29. Uh, as well as a couple of other little throw-ins, such as second round of next year and a swap of thirds. Uh, I'm guessing that the timing of that may have sent some ripples through Gary's preparation. Yes. Don't, don't nod. Nods don't help. Yes. Okay. Amongst other things. Well, absolutely. <laughs> <coughs> so, nice. the four of you have had all week to prepare for your team's drafts. We will start with GM number one, Gilo. If you could tell me... Your name and where you're from. Oh no, that's blind date. <laughs> Who you're drafting for? That would be uh, great. So I have the Cardinals, the Bucks, the Bills, the Dolphins, the Vikings, the Seahawks, the Eagles, and I did have the Chiefs. So I've now got a double pick for the Seahawks. Thank you, GM number two. So I'd like to tell you my team. So I've got the they were better ten years ago selection. <laughs> so I've got the 49ers. I have the Giants twice. I have the Atlanta Falcons. I have the Baltimore Ravens. I have the Colts. I have the Rams. I also have the Broncos. Excellent stuff. GM number three, what's your name and who are you selecting for? My name's James. Um, I'm selecting for the New York Jets, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Washington Redskins, the Tennessee Titans, Houston Texans, LA Chargers, and the New England Patriots. Thank you very much. And finally, GM number four. What's your name? What's your special skill? John and... uh, T-Rex Arms. He has got T-Rex Arms. I'm amazed he could reach across the desk for those selection papers. Scaring off women. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, John, which teams are you selecting for tonight? I have Detroit Lions, Carolina Panthers, Pittsburgh Steelers, um... Oakland Raiders, Oakland Raiders, Oakland Raiders, Green Bay Packers, Green Bay Packers. Wow, that's a. I would think. I think I'll take GM number three selection for uh, most good teams. That's what I'm going to say. No, you've got some crap in there, Paul. There's, there's some right rubbish in, in yours. I will not have you besmirch the good name of the Denver Broncos. <laughs> well, it wouldn't take much. <laughs> it w- wouldn't take much to besmirch the Broncos right now, would it? No. Okay. <clears throat> Thank you very much for reading out your selections. The Bears, Browns, Saints and Cowboys do not have first round selections as of this time of recording in this year's draft. And the Chiefs. And now the Chiefs. Thank you. So uh, fans of those teams should fuck off. Uh, (laughs) (coughs) The rules for tonight's draft are very simple. You need to fill the needs of your teams as you see them. Trades are permitted, but any trades you wish to, wish to conduct within your own pool of teams must be approved by me, the commissioner, to make sure you're not, you know, running riot. Uh, approximately two minutes per pick is all we've allotted, uh, and then we will look back through the mayhem once we've concluded your choices. Gentlemen, are we ready? Yeah. I'm going yeah. to take that silence as a very in-depth yes. Uh, okay, without further ado, Steve Kime of the Arizona Cardinals, you are on the clock. 
Talk amongst like yourselves, boys. Talk like amongst yourselves. I like the clock noise, John. If you want to keep that up for the rest of the show, <laughs> that would be great, because I did not find the sound effect for that. Uh, obviously, in the real world, there's a lot of debate whether it will be Kyler Murray or whether they'll trade out of the first pick. That seems to be the two favourite things that I've heard today. Because if they're not taking Kyler, the Raiders might. I think it has to be Kyler Murray. Just for the fact that they left Josh Rosen out of their 2019 promotional video. Yeah, it was a bit of a giveaway, wasn't it? Uh, also, I think if you've got a new coach and he favours somebody, then you go, you, you commit to the coach. Yeah, you, you have to I think yeah, they've had a one-year coach last year. They've got to back their coach this year. That's all well and good, but it's not what we think they will do. No. We're going on what we would do as GMs. Yeah, absolutely. So let's see... Oh, gentlemen, what? the pick is in. And with the first selection in the 2019 draft, the Arizona Cardinals select Nick Bosa, edge rusher from Ohio State, rated number one player in the draft. Ooh. Oh, I, like it. Uh, I don't think that's particularly controversial. Paul, the San pick. Francisco 49ers are on the clock. I have two 49ers fans staring at me. One of them was very pissed off that the uh, <laughs> Bosa went first. And look, you know, we'll talk about it more afterwards. I'm sure that will be one of the picks we need to talk about. But I, I like the pick. I he think is you, the take, best you take the best player in the draft. I'm not as sold on Kyler Murray as others are. No. And also, if you've got a number one pick already as your quarterback, you need to see him play for another year because last year they were terrible. I think it's a fair point. The Cardinals were terrible last year and you can't pin any of that really on, on Rosen so yeah how, how are you feeling there with your uh, with your selection Paul how are you, how are you coming along are we feeling good for the 49ers oh the, the pick is in the, the second pick in the 2019 Bill Belichick's World Mock Draft your handwriting is appalling uh, who are you <laughs> what college did they go to <laughs> can fuck it <laughs> <laughs> now you say it the 49ers select Josh Allen defensive end Kentucky I think that's a decent pick. It fills a need, would you say? That was my thinking behind it. That I, I'm not a massive 49ers fan, but I can't think of a great pass rusher that they have currently. Well, it, it, it doesn't take uh, a lot to say that that would definitely improve them as a team. Um, and I suspect if Bosa had been there at two, that they would probably have taken Bosa. Their next best rusher probably is Josh Allen. Uh, the third selection of the day is for the Jets. You are on the clock. Boom. And I can see a folded piece of paper already. That makes good podcasting, that. Yeah, well, I'm just going to hold on to it. Yeah, obviously, while. obviously. Now, in the real world, the Jets always get booed. Please boo again. Because they are terrible at drafting. And, and do we think, in the real world, the Jets are desperate to trade out of this pick? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I went as far as telling everyone on our WhatsApp group, please send me your, your trade offers, and nothing came in. I think the, Jet, the Jets haven't got a second round pick because of the deal to get Darnold last year. I think they'll be desperate to get out of here, pick up some more picks, um, and fill a few more holes that they've got on their roster. Yeah, they've only got six draft picks in total, haven't they, this year? Yeah. I think the fact that, you know, there's not that many great quarterbacks, as many great quarterbacks as normal. Not as many teams at the bottom that need quarterbacks. Not as many people desperate to trade down. No, that's very yeah, true. That's true. Uh, Oakland Raiders, you are on the clock, but with the third selection in this year's draft, Williams. the New York Jets select Quinnen Williams, defensive tackle of Alabama. And all of a sudden, that Jets defense is going to be chasing down Tom Brady. 
I think they're fine if they don't trade out of that position and they get Williams. Yeah if, yeah, if if that's how the draft falls, that is what I think they should do. I, I mean, uh, Williams. Given the choice between Williams and Josh Allen, I probably would have gone for Josh Allen. They're going to play a three-four defense, and yeah. Allen will fit better into that. Williams is going to play probably on the edge of that three. I think he's going to move out of defensive tackle position, and then you've got Leonard Williams on the other side. That's still pretty tasty. Yeah, I mean. I've seen a lot of uh, draft profilers who've said Williams actually has the highest ceiling out of any of the players, including Nick Bosa. It just seems to be a matter of preference and scheme as to who you want on your team. Yeah, I mean, he had tremendous production at Kentucky. 16, 17 sacks last I had year. tremendous production at Kentucky once. I could do <laughs> 45 wings a minute. <laughs> no, that's sadly true. I got, I got three stars, though, on my badge. Uh, with the fourth selection of the draft... John's first of three picks with the Oakland Raiders. He takes... <laughs> oh, he takes the first swipe at me as commissioner. Sam Bradford injured St. Thomas's Hospital is not a genuine selection. <laughs> Although, probably something the Raiders would do. Uh, the Oakland Raiders select Ed, Ol- Ed Oliver defensive line from... And you haven't written it down, but thank I you. I can't remember. Okay. Ed Oliver, do we think he's going to go that highly in the real world? No. Probably not. I think he's an excellent player. I've watched a lot of his tape because he seems to be one people think of sliding, and I don't know why. I, I, think, think, I he's, think if he's Kyler Murray's there, then they might, they might take Kyler a punt Murray's on him. There, they might, I, I do think they might take a punt on him. I don't think that would be the right thing. Uh, Ed Oliver's a bit boom or bust, so, but that seems a good thing to do. And they need help on the defensive line. He's not Quinn and Williams. Quinn Williams has gone though so I like the Ed Oliver section if this is the way the draft goes I I think he's a top 10-12 pick so I don't think it's a massive reach and the Raiders are desperate to replace Khalil Mack's production yeah they absolutely have to Uh, the fifth pick will be Jim with the Cincinnati Bengals who traded their uh, draft positions with the Buccaneers which is Gary's team Uh, so with the fifth pick which is on the clock I suspect I know how this is going <clears throat> the Cincinnati back since I cannot say that the Bengals, Bengals. select <laughs> Kyler Murray quarterback Oklahoma good night Andy Dalton well uh, yeah probably I, I fully expected the Cardinals to say Murray here so I traded up thinking Haskins would be there and thinking he'd sit behind uh, Andy Dalton for a year they've got a new coach and now they've got a brand new quarterback to play with and I think he is the best quarterback in the draft I said to you the other night when we were discussing what may happen that the Bengals need to make a splash now they've got a new coach they need to commit to what he's doing the Browns are all of a sudden on the rise in that division the Steelers never seem far from the top and the Ravens have got their new franchise quarterback so the Bengals have to do something I think this is actually a better fit for the Bengals because they've got problems on the offensive line so a quarterback who's got the ability to escape from the pocket and gain a few yards actually worked very well for them and he is actually I mean yes he's under six foot but he's not got the accuracy issues that some other quarterbacks in, in this... Have you seen what I've managed to achieve in life at being seriously under six foot? Yeah, I have. That's why I'm not comparing. Yeah. yeah. There is only about three quarterbacks ever under six foot that have ever done anything, though. Yeah. Must be time for another one. But Maybe. I feel that's looking back over kind of the NFL. I know, I know. And I think the game's very different now than it I was I know, then. but, you know, I do get the feeling that if he doesn't... If he's not that successful, he'll be playing baseball before you know it. With the sixth pick of this year's draft, the New York Giants select... I thought we'd have a conversation first. So, I must admit, that last trade and pick 
pissed up my planning. (laughs) 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 But it's kind of a more realistic experience because... It's just like being in a real war room. When me and Jim made that trade, we might have had a little giggle to ourselves at what that might have done to you. Yeah, I feel more like Gettleman now because I have no clue what I'm doing and I'm wearing a giant shirt. (laughs) I think that's fair. Do you want to give up something extremely valuable and not (laughs) replace it? So Got a nice car. Would anybody like Saquon Barkley? I'll accept <laughs> a bag of sweets. <laughs> I know you. I know that's probably true. So you saw I did some research. So that's the sixth pick. And the sixth pick for the Giants, offensive line, Cody Ford of Oklahoma. That is some deep research you've been doing there. You, I take it the plan is to keep Eli upright so he can throw 15-yard passes. Space for Saquon. That as well. So just having a look at his stats, I think it's great pass blocking and better run blocking than other people that I saw the stats for. And I think regardless of who's a quarterback at a point in the future, we know, well, unless you get them and Eli's not going to last forever, um, you don't want a revolving door. We saw what happened when you had Eric Flowers as a revolving door. <laughs> played well elsewhere, though, didn't he? Mm, he played slightly better, but he was he never consistent. He played the Saints, didn't he? Mm, he no. Great. No, he went to the Jags. He, he went to the Jags. Think of he wasn't Apple. great. Oh, Apple. Apple, Apple. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, he wasn't. So Flowers players was kicked out. I think Flowers has gone from the Jags as well. Yeah, he's... Uh, yeah, I can't think where he's popped Yeah, I was thinking now. of Eli Apple, who was good at the Saints. I think he's at KFC now. <laughs> yeah, he's in the Eddie Lacy club. I I I appreciate the depth of research you've done into that pick. I think that uh, this might be the most you've ever put in prior to turning up to a podcast. Kiki Kuti last year, you all mocked me, but he had a he had a decent season. Yeah, one good game. <laughs> yeah, that good game. He was so, a very good, reliable WR four squad player. <laughs> Backup punter. Um, with the seventh pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jim, you are on the clock. Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, because you, you were too busy la- laughing at the O line selection, which I think is is harsh. I, I like not laughing at. We just thought it was a little bit expensive for that pick. When there's he's some superb players out there, and Giants have problems everywhere. That is true. That's a lot of holes to fill. But if you're committing to Eli, you do need to keep him. I up think right. you're committing to Saquon. It's committing to Saquon. Yeah. That is it. I um I I, I agree with the pick. In a way, it, it's, it, and it's com- compared to. I've got a spreadsheet here of uh, differences. It comparing the the prospects to the pick, and it's not that expensive. I, I just thought it was it was based on Sackon. If you if you want the team need him to do two thousand yards from scrimmage again, if we're going to hold any hope of doing anything decent, so I just committed as much capital as I could to that by, happening. By anything decent, do you mean four and twelve? <laughs> hey, this year we could get five and eleven. That's an improvement. <laughs> With the seventh pick in this year's Bill Belichick's World Mock Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select tight end TJ Hockerson from Iowa, replacing Mercedes Lewis? Yeah, I think so. Austin Safarian Jenkins? Yeah, him too. You've got a new quarterback, Nick Foles. They haven't got many wide receivers, but they've also haven't got any tight ends. And I think you know, tight ends are always quarterback's favourite target. The good thing about TJ Hockerson is that he's a more traditional tight end he can play on the line he can open up holes for Leonard Fournette to run through I did think about taking a tackle here um, it wouldn't have been Cody Ford but I just think Hawkinson gives gives him different options uh, I think he's, he's a great player and I think he'll do well and you can you saw what Foles did with Ertz and Goddard yeah, exactly. and I just think he 
he, he fits the passing game and he fits the running game as well. And I, I think the Jaguars need both and he's a, he's a great talent. Yeah, if you surround Nick Foles with above average talent, he will get wins for your team. So that's what you've got to do. I think it's a fair pick. Also, if he can block well enough and he is one of the better blocking players. Yeah, players, he's definitely one of the better in line Give blockers. Foles some time because yeah. he needs that. So you know, I actually don't mind what Jacksonville have done in the offseason. Uh with the Foles thing we knew was coming a long way off, I do think, in reality, they're going to be looking for a quarterback of the future very soon. If not this year, then next year. Because Foles is not the long-term answer, is he? No, probably not. But he's a better short-term option than Bortles. You're a better short-term option than Bortles. Uh, with the number eight pick, the Detroit Lions are on the clock. And this is you, Mr. Farrow. Hello. Hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Uh, are you ready or should we keep talking? <laughs> should we come back? Oh, oh, the pick is in. The pick is in, which means number nine, Buffalo Bills. Uh, you, oh, is it Buffalo Bills? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, Ma- sorry, Miami no. Dolphins. I knew there was a trade yeah. I hadn't mentioned. You are on the clock. But with the number eight pick, the Detroit Lions select cornerback Byron Murphy. From where, sorry? He's from... He's not from Titty High, is he? <laughs> He's from Washington. He is from Washington. Also known as Titty High. Okay. Uh it is a big area of need it's, for the um, Lions. They need the thing, to keep The Lions need players everywhere. Uh, and I just, I kind of like Byron Murphy as a cornerback. They're, Greedy Williams, I think, is the best named and probably seemingly <laughs> the highest prospect. But uh, I just like Byron Murphy more. Do you not think there's going to be a few corners seriously overdrafted this year? Because a lot of teams need corners. First. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's I, one or two that I would take above. Who did but you I, take? Sorry, Byron Murphy. It's the most expensive pick so far. Yeah, it, it, it's definitely an area of need. Yeah, which, which is about all we yeah. can say. Yeah, it's it, they, I, they need a cornerback desperately, and he's my favourite. None of the none of the cornerbacks are top twenty five no. selections this year. No. So any that you take, but if you're going to take one, you might as well to commit to the take, one you think the best. is best. And go for it. Uh, uh, but, I mean, the, the Lions, like a lot of the teams at the moment, they, they need people everywhere. So, uh, they're all going to be... I was hoping you were going to reach for a running back. No. The, uh, do you know what? They, they, I mean, they des- got a decent running back. Carry on Johnson. Carry on Johnson's all right. All right. Just when he's fit. Yeah. They could do with, they could do with wide receivers because they've lost yeah. Golden Tate, haven't they? So... Um, they've got everybody with the surname Jones. They'll be fine. Marvin Jones and TJ Jones, but... I think Golden Tate was their best. Tight end would be option. another option for them as well. And the line. Yeah. You need to keep Stafford up. If you're paying Stafford that much money, you should probably keep him up, up straight. But, yeah, but you could, you, you had, they had the best, by, by points scored and touchdowns, they had, they had the best tight end in the league last season and did sod all with him. That's harsh, I know. I've said Eric, e, Eric Ebron's. Yeah. The, I, I kind of wanted to stop myself whilst I was saying <laughs> it. But, yeah. Oh, our ninth selection is in with the Miami Dolphins pick, which they have traded for. So I could see them trading up. I'm, not sure, that, I'm not sure this player will be left, but... The Dolphins select... Who? Do you mean Dwayne Haskins? I was just trying to get you to say the wrong name. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I just I, chucked I, Marvin in there just for, uh, just Ma- for shit's Dwayne Marvin Haskins, quarterback, <laughs> Ohio. I think it's for the filling a need is, is excellent. And uh, do you know what? Uh, you'll see I scribbled it out. I so nearly took um, Drew Locke. Before Haskins. I can see that you I think that is such a tight call. 
I don't think there's that much between them. Dwayne Haskins is not ready to start in the NFL, so you'd be happy to sit in behind Fitz for a year. I think so. That's what they've, I think that's what they've signed Fitz for, isn't it? So, I think if they need to move up to get a quarterback, I, pro- I might not have needed to in this mock draft, but in reality, Kyler Murray is going to go first. So, if you want a top three quarterback, you're going to need to pick within the top ten. I think. Yeah, because I, I, I think the Giants potentially will take one. Well, I think the important thing there was to get ahead of the Broncos, who I think could be in the quarterback quarterback market. No, they've taken Flacco, but he's not a long term option. So getting in front of the in front of the Broncos What are you saying about Joe Flacco? How are you how are you trying to claim that? Speaking of the Broncos, they are the number ten selection and Paul, you are on the clock. But yeah, in, in reality I think the Broncos are looking for a quarterback this year. Definitely. Well they should bring back Elway. I mean he certainly seems in a, in a, uh, unable to pick a replacement. So just play himself at well, 50-odd. I mean, they, yeah, they. I mean, Paxton Lynch was a generational player, which they've ruined. Was he a first-round pick? He was. Yeah, yeah they traded up for him. Yeah. Oh, yes, they did trade up for him. They, went, they needed to get ahead of the Cowboys. Yes. And that worked out very badly. What did he Two starts, three starts? Not a lot. But a very nice soul patch. That's y- something. Yeah. And where is he now? Is he the backup at like the Seahawks or something like yeah. that? Yeah. It didn't work out. And um, we can look at the other mistakes Elway's made at quarterback. There have been a few. But he got Chad in. Kelly. He got Peyton Manning, so it was fine, remember? He seems to be living off the back of that, although they win a Super Bowl because of Peyton Manning. But they did lose a Super Bowl because of Peyton Got Manning. to a Super Bowl. No, they lost a, they lost well, a Super Bowl because of their centre. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you, you could have, unless Peyton Manning was nine foot nine. That is one of the best starts to a Super Bowl ever, though, right? The most surprising, at least. Uh, Paxton Lynch is at the Seahawks. Yeah, blimey, I need to get out look more. Look at that soul pack. It looks like V for Vendetta. It does look like V for Vendetta. Have you made a selection with your pick? It's been I, holding it for the last got, two minutes. I've got two, am <laughs> Well, not anymore. The, the clock's about to start ticking on uh, number 11. Well, the Bucks, the Bucks traded down. But with the 10th selection, Denver Broncos select... Really? Yeah. Will Greer, quarterback, West Virginia. Although you have written vagina. Because... <laughs> Above Drew Locke. Because you're yeah. 11. Above Daniel Jones. Yeah. Okay, well... I wanted... Go on. The theory behind it was... I want somebody who could spend a year behind Joe Flacco. He ain't going to play this season. Joe Flacco is going to hold this team on his injured back for a season. And spend a year under... A, if you're going to be learning from a Super Bowl winning quarterback and a double Super Bowl winning GM... And also, I just felt that it's kind of similar to Flacco, as he's got he's got the ability to throw long. I'm not. Uh, I, I can't question your justification. That's a good job. My concern is Joe Flacco is never playing a full 16 game slate, and Will Greer would be no good coming in if he has to come in in week six. The Broncos season is over. I saw this as one to kind of a, a back burner. Yeah, that seems fair. With the number 11 selection in this year's NFL mock draft, the Buccaneers, and I should have written this down because I knew he was going to do it, select edge rusher Rashawn Gary because Gary is desperate to have a team where he can put Gary on his back. Well, I I think he's a great player uh, as well. Is he a great player or is he a great athlete? I think, well, I think he's a great athlete who can become a great player as well, though. And I think, you know, that Bucks defence, you know, you think about the amount of points they gave up. They need to improve their, you know, their, their line is not very mobile. 
So I think putting an athlete into that Bucks um, defense is is probably quite important. Actually, um, they gave up too many points, didn't they? Scored loads of touchdowns, but their defense was just terrible. So I think actually, you know, putting an athlete into that scheme, he, he can learn those skills. I know they say he's not the best with his hands, but you know they can work I've been told on that. that. But they can work on that, can't they? I think they that's can. a really good pick. Because other than Gerald McCoy, I couldn't name you another defensive player for the Bucks. The number 12 selection for the Green Bay Packers is the first of their two. So, John, you are on the clock while we talk about Rashawn Gary. Do you have uh, a selection ready to go? Wowzer. Oh, he does. He's quick out of the gate, this one. And he's got his pick ready. Uh, with the 12 selection, the Green Bay Packers select... Oh, I can't read your handwriting. Nazir Adderley. Safety. This is... Uh, Continuing the trend of improving the Packers' defence. Yeah, they, they were, I'm just. Ba- I'm basically replacing Haha, um, who left halfway through the season. So, uh, and uh, I think he's a good, really good safety, and which is kind of what they need, as well as other lots of other positions. But yeah, he's. I think I think he's really good. I suppose the theory is the better the defence performs, the less. Uh, you have to get out of Rodgers because he is you know coming back to the mean or regressing to the mean they call it don't they but we just spoke about the Broncos and how you know they won off their they won a Super Bowl off their defence so the better the defence you have the better chance you have and you know defence wins championships well it's all all great you know Rodgers has not become a bad player last season he's still great but and if you wanted a quarterback to to lead you all the way uh, over the across the field you'd probably want Aaron, Aaron Rodgers but you don't want to have to do that all the time so having a player who can uh, break it up and start you maybe from the 40 yard line rather than you know whatever I think that will help yeah I think that's a fair comment I, I, I think we'll come back to that selection afterwards I think that's going to be one of the more interesting debates to have uh, the number 13 selection is the Buffalo Bills who traded down uh, in the Miami Buffalo trade, and with that thirteenth pick, they take linebacker Devon White from LSU. I don't think he'll go that low. No, I don't. In think fact, he'll go that low. it was only because I looked at Jim's spreadsheet, realizing he hadn't gone. Yeah. I didn't want him to be this year's uh, Minka Fitzpatrick yeah, and go exactly. about thirtieth. So um, he should be at least in the top ten, if not top five. Five, yeah. So, um, but the Bills again, you know, in defense, they've got just needs everywhere so I think when it comes to the Bills you take the best player available at that point um, and I think at 13th if they can get any value on, on defence they'll take it so he's the best player left so uh, Atlanta Falcons with the 14th selection you are on the clock uh, tick 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 yes I agree I'm surprised Devin White was still on the board I'm not sure he'll fall that far on actual draft day but as we've seen already everything gets thrown out when one key pick is not as everyone predicts and which is what we've had already a lot of people are pinning their entire big board on the fact that Kyler Murray is going number one and that throws everything else out and will change the trades and everything yeah absolutely well if he doesn't and Rosen does move then it really will change everything because I think you must still be able to get a first round for Rosen surely I don't think you will second do you think a second second, second, yeah I think it'll be a second I, th- I said to Jim, if the Patriots packaged up the second and third round picks, because they've got a lot of mid-round selections, and said, we're taking Rosen for four years to sit behind Brady and fill in and then come in slowly, I'd take that. I think that's, I think that would be a, a fair trade. A second and a third pick for a, a, a one-year 
especially starter. As, yeah, especially as the Patriots have got multiple third round picks. They've got, I think, three. Yeah, they've got 12 overall, haven't they? They've got a lot that they can give up in the middle rounds, and that is a very Belichick move. Uh, and if you've, if you've got Tom Brady, who's, what, 42 this year? Coming into his 42nd year, you want him not playing the fourth quarter of as many games as possible. You don't want him out there to be injured at any point. So you need a player who can come in and just run the offense when you're already ahead. That's a good point, actually. You could very feasibly do that, and you know, gives Rosen a bit of game time. You get to see what you've got from the quarterback, and you rest up Brady. I don't know how Brady would take it, but well, he's done a lot to preserve his career, and if it could be worded to him in such a way of you're going to get another three years of winning. Super Bowls or, or whatever AFC East rings which are worth nothing by now I should think you may well go with that but uh, anyway Falcons Paul Farrow oh your pick is in and with the 14th pick the Falcons take Christian, Christian Wil- Wilkins Clemson I like this I like this fire away justify it for me uh, based on the research I did, it's just high production on both pass and run defense. I think with Devonta Freeman coming back and Ito Smith, they've got running. They've got a running back committee. You've got Matt Ryan who can still, you know, get bombs down to Jones. And if they, you know, Ridley shows anywhere near the potential from last season, you've got a team that's a threat. You know both Ridley's ways. brothers in the draft. Riley Ridley is it? Riley yeah. Ridley. Yeah. Me and John discovered this in the pub the other night. Was he there? No, no, we just you know, <laughs> we decided we were so bad at snooker we'd just do some more prep. Uh, just, just for reference, for the fifteenth pick, the Washington Redskins are on the clock, Jim. So, just in terms of the research you've got, John, is Wilkins a reach? No. Excellent. Good. <laughs> some in-depth. He's uh, he's furiously scribbling some stuff down. I suspect he's preparing for his next pick. So I don't I, think that's a reach. I spoke to a Falcons fan. Yeah, I spoke to. I may be telling Jim not to pick players. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose there are phone calls in war rooms. Do you think the Patriots will be calling it their hall room this year? Uh. <laughs> if there uh, is, there'll be no footage. No, exactly. <laughs> it's just a blacked-out camera. You're not allowed to sell it to anyone. Well, he's going to be nowhere near <laughs> as relaxed now, is he? <laughs> no, it'd be very tense. You would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine there'll be a happy ending. We're doing as many of these as we can to to fill time, I suppose. Now, you spoke to a a Falcons fan, you said. Yeah, I spoke to a Falcons fan, and I said I was, what what would what would you look for? And said an interior defensive lineman. And did did he say a run instead of a passing play so we can win the Super Bowl? (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you just take a knee? Just take a knee and kick anything but a fifteen-yard sack. Not that. Oh dear, oh dear. Size of this bloke, he might have a fifteen-yard sack though. I'll stop now. (laughs) (laughs) With the 15th pick overall, the Washington Redskins select Montez Sweat, edge rusher from Mississippi State. Great player. Is he a great player? Great name. I mean, he's certainly got the stats to say he's a great athlete. Um, Very much like Rashawn Gary. Yes. He had a great combine, didn't he, Sweat? an amazing combine. I think you've got to remember the coaching level goes up you know, huge amounts, doesn't it, when you get to the NFL. Yeah. Just playing in the NFL changes people, you know, that experience. I think, you know, you've got, sometimes you've got to go for athletic prowess, haven't you? Yeah, I think with that Redskins defence now looks really good. Um, it looks good already. I think they've lost Preston Smith, the, the pass rusher. He's now gone to Green Bay, I think. Um, he's the direct, uh, direct replacement for him. And 
they can't rely on the offense with what they've got a quarterback. I think the Redskins could be a team in play for Rosen if, my, if Kyler Murray does go first. This is they need all, a quarterback, right? This is an awesome. Yeah, they need a Colt McCoy. I think is their first choice. Case Keenum or Case Keenum, yeah, and so Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy, and Case Keenum. You've got you got to remember with Alec, when Alex Smith was still upright. This was a team that was going to win that division. Yeah, but he's not going to be upright next year. Just no, like to point out that Case Keenum and Colt McCoy are two of the top four touchdown scorers in college football of all time. That is crazy because they yep. both had very mediocre NFL careers and it shows you it's not necessarily a good predictor. Well, Case Keenum got to, a, got to a, the AFC Championship. championship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and Colt McCoy's been at the Redskins for ages. Broke his leg, yeah. Was at the Browns once. Was drafted by the Browns, I believe. Uh, with the 16th pick, Carolina Panthers, you are on the clock, John. Are you ready to turn He's in this ready. pick? I'm ready, but uh, I just feel like wasting some time. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going, John? So, yeah, great, yeah, yeah, not bad. Who's going to be? It, yeah. No, no pressure. Remember, no the Panthers took Kiki Kuti this time last year. <laughs> yeah. Is that when you early. took him that early? No, uh, sorry, I think I took him twenty-four. Yeah, he, he, he went to the Panthers though. With the sixteenth pick in this year's NFL draft, the Carolina Panthers select Jonah Williams, offensive line. I assume this is on the basis of Cam needs to be upright and Christian McCaffrey needs a big hole to run through? Effectively, yes. Uh, if, if you're going to have Cam, because there is the whole thought process that, you know, how, how fit is he? But if you're going to have him, protect him. Uh, and then, yeah, have some holes for um, uh, McCaffrey to run through. It's a solid pick. Williams has been a three-year starter at Alabama and you, you don't become a three-year starter at Alabama by being a shit player. No, they've done some excellent things. They've had some brilliant rushes. Yeah. The only thing is is apparently his, you know, quite interesting that John picked him, but um, his arms might be too small to play a tackle. <laughs> <laughs> so well, he might, he might shift in, inside to Joining the T-Rex club. Put, uh, tackle guard. Yeah, so, uh, you, did, yeah. you did put that. But yeah. Okay, we're moving on to the 17th pick, which is the Giants, Paul. And uh, we had a little intermission there while there was discussion of a potential trade offer. Paul did approach Steve Kime slash Gary of the Cardinals and offer the 17th pick for Josh Rosen, which in reality the Giants probably should be doing. But bearing in mind you didn't take Kyler Murray with the number one pick, it's a sensible non-negotiation. You've chosen to stick with Rosen and you're sticking with that choice. But it's a fair ask. So if, if in yeah. reality, the Giants that, approach if, and say... If that was made before, I think they'd snap their hands off. I think, yeah. Also, I think if Kyler Murray does go at one to Cardinals, I think that's a very realistic trade. Mm. If Kyler Murray does go at one, would you offer a first-round pick for Allen? You wouldn't start with it. No. But if you suddenly thought the Red, there's the Redskins, the Bengals, the Dolphins, anyone I think, that needs I think a quarterback. it depends on the timing of the discussions. Yeah. Because if they say, all right, well, we won't take Kyler Murray, we'll stick with Josh Rosen then. You know, so I think it just depends. So Rosen, I said, I said, Alan, apologies. But yeah. Anyway, with the seventeenth selection and their second of the draft, the Giants select offensive tackle Andre Dillard of Washington State, another lineman to help Saquon Barkley. You are going all in on Barkley and Manning. Well, yeah, I think the kind of the view of it is that out of the quarterbacks that are remaining, I think there will be one of the two that I was thinking of available in the second round. And also, I think... Well, who gave you that idea? Me. Oh, okay. And a guy who has a... Yeah, you. <laughs> um, I think Thanks the, for that. The way I was thinking, Dillard is a 
I, I, I don't think he would be available in the draft. I'll be surprised if he's available. Uh, with the uh, 18th pick, the Minnesota Vikings are on the clock. Gary, I can see you waving this. Well, I can't believe I'm going to get this player at 18. Yeah, and I, I? I feel very happy about this. I've, I was getting excited about three picks ago and I was telling Jim not to take him when I saw him <laughs> on the screen. I can't read your handwriting. Go so, on. go on. With the 18th, the 18th pick, pick, the Vikings select Jawan Taylor. Jawan Taylor tackle. From Florida. Wow, do the Vikings need that? So, it's the perfect pick for the Vikings, and he's a great player, and there is no way that he will go outside the top 15. Would you say that between Juwan Taylor and Andre Dillard, the best two offensive linemen have just gone in the last two picks, well outside the top 10? I think Taylor is the best offensive linemen. Taylor's line. top 10. I was looking yeah. at him for the Jaguars. Well, I, I thought Dillard and Taylor are the two best tackles in the draft, and we've now had them go at 17 and 18. There's no way that they will go that low, but this is a great hole filling for both of these teams. Yeah. So the, the Vikings, the, they can only be picking for the offensive line. And at 18, they'll be looking to take Taylor, Risner, Dillard. If, you know, they, 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 in their dreams, they'll be taking Taylor. I think Dillard might be around that number. He might be close. Um, you know, Jonah Williams, you know, might be around that number. So I think it just depends on what they can find. So but they'll want somebody on the offensive line. Yeah, we've just had what? three offensive linemen because uh, for 16 I had uh, Williams. So three so offensive linemen in a row. Did you ask oh, yeah, Cody Ford was a reach then? Yes. I would say he's not the best offensive lineman. He, he's not. He's not Jawan Taylor. Jawan Taylor's the best offensive lineman in the, in the class. I, I, I rate Dillard very highly. Cody Ford is in the next group down. I think the two that have just gone are way above and then there's the next group down which are very good. Uh, with the uh, yeah, 19th pick, the Titans are on the, the, clock. Titans are on the clock, Jim. Yeah. Are, you, are you thinking? I heard the sigh. Yeah. The Jim's sigh of thought. I've got three players in the shortlist. And, uh... The areas of biggest need for the Titans, uh, edge rusher, offensive line, which we've just been discussing, and wide receiver. Now, it was noted during our intermission that none of the top-rated wide receivers have yeah, got. Yeah, I'm not going to take a wide receiver here either. Ma? <laughs> just to let you know. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure that anyone um, would. Bearing in mind, Mariota can't pick them out. So. Yeah, so I'm. I'm we well, can catch I, your own passes. Why would you need to? I'm toying between two edge rushers and a tight end. Well, uh, that sounds like a, a fun foursome, <laughs> doesn't it? <Yeah. laughs> How's that going to end for you? You're going to be the smallest guy there, which would be a new one for you. Wouldn't it? <laughs> I do. Uh, I do like what the Vikings have just done. I think. Uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins is average at best, but with a decent. Uh, O-line in front of him. He should Kirk be Cousins, <laughs> if he saw that, he'd, he'd probably just start sending Jawan Taylor multiple Amazon shares. Like, welcome to the team, it's Amazon shares. Not seeing Russell Wilson giving out 6.3 no. Amazon shares to his entire line. No, really? Not seen that, yeah. No, yeah, no. $12,000, $13,000 he spent on all of his linemen. Sent wow. them all a letter saying, you know, you look after me, you look after my family, this is my gift to yours. Well, do you know what? That, that's fair play to him. I mean, I didn't like the way he announced his contract the other week when he was in bed with whatever her name is. Sierra. His uh, wife. Yeah, the, <laughs> it's named after a Ford. I knew that. Um, but I didn't like that. I thought that was very Sierra. unnecessary. <laughs> Not an escort. Not an escort. No, well done. Well done, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done. I like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you the can't say fair that. No. Right. Oh, the pick is in. The pick is in. And therefore, in the 20th pick, the Steelers are on the clock. Uh, but with the 19th selection, the Tennessee Titans... Wow, have you crossed out some things on here. I told you, I went back and forth a few times. On the this Titans... One. See, I'm going to tell you now, 
I'm not sure I like this pick, but the Titans select Ed Rusher from Clemson. Clellan. Cleland. Cleland. Is oh, that how okay. we're pronouncing it? See, Farrell. So I, I was between two edge rushers here. Farrell and Burns. Yeah, you took the one I didn't think you were going to take. I, just because I think I think Burns would fit a 3-4 defensive scheme better. Cleland Farrell is he's a lot like uh, Frank Clark now, the Chiefs. And he'll fit much better in a 4-3 um, defensive scheme and that's what it came down to scheme and, and having the best player within that scheme on film is he as athletic as the edge rushers that have gone before in this draft today um, probably not as athletic but I think he, he should I think he's been really underrated just because if you look at the the Clemson defensive line four, all four of the defensive linemen are probably well three of them are definitely going to be in, in the first round or in first round discussion yeah. and the fourth is probably no later than the third round I think that kind of means that he his talent gets underplayed but if you look at him against Jonah Williams in the college uh, college final he absolutely destroyed Jonah Williams yeah so so you I, just think maybe it's a case of talent dilution yeah because of where so. he played yeah yeah I think that's fair I've seen him go quite high in some of the mock drafts I've seen so. yeah uh, John, how are you getting on with that uh, 20th pick there for the Pittsburgh Steelers? I love how you're folding it up knowing I've stood right behind you picking up the bit of paper. I'm probably reading it as you write it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the, sh- the, the, sh- the shit house in me, I thought it'd be really funny to pick Marquise Brown. Um, but I, don't, I just don't see a wide receiver going for, in the first reference, round. reference, just because he's Antonio Brown's cousin. Yes. Um, you don't see a wide out going in the first round? Possibly... Well, I just don't think they're that great. Um, but yeah, so I went with uh, linebacker Devin Bush, as he's a. It was between a linebacker or a cornerback. I'd already picked my favourite cornerback, so I went with Devin Bush. And it's a great pick. I mean, as harsh as it is, I don't think Ryan Shazier's going to be playing anytime soon. No, they've got a need, and he's the second best off the ball linebacker in the draft you know Devin White firmly number one and Devin Bush is firmly number two yep and uh, I would have picked Devin White uh, earlier for uh, uh, Green Bay but uh, I forgot he was there so uh, I picked Nazir Adderley Sander top quality uh, GMing there I'll I'll just be honest yeah I just forgot about Devin White uh, so I picked Nazir Adderley and uh, so yeah now I'm making sure I don't forget my linebackers see I don't mind you admitting that to us but you shouldn't admit it to everyone you could have claimed no they need a safety he's the best one on the board in that group we have a a Packers fan who's uh, probably going to be listening to this so I'm going to be honest I forgot (laughs) fair enough Uh, with the 21st pick your team sucks hello Duncan with the 21st pick overall the Seattle Seahawks are on the clock. Gary, you've got two picks. Coming up. Not right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Seahawks now. Now, has that changed which way around you're going? Because you might have been picking a player that you're now comfortable to leave till later on. It has completely changed, actually. Um, so, um, yeah, I had some some people in mind for this for this first pick. Certain position that I thought needs strengthening. Um, but obviously, the trade not only changed their options in the draft, but also change their needs as well so um so yeah it's been an interesting one getting ready for that um jim told me to just copy and paste from what i was <laughs> luckily i had the uh the chief so he told me to just copy and paste what i wanted it, may, it, may, it makes sense because the chiefs needed a pass rush and now the seahawks need a pass rush but it it's did change, change where i was going to take that player and how high up that was then going to be in the draft yeah, so okay. so all um, that said 
Have you got your pick ready? Oh, yeah, I was ready ages ago. Oh, good. <laughs> so with the 21st pick in the draft, the Seattle Seahawks select Brian Burns, Ed Rusher, Florida State. Pretty much the you know, the other one that was down with Cleveland Ferrell. They're, they're more or less the same. They're slightly different scheme, but as a player, they're more or less the same player. Yeah, you, you've got to put some strength back into that defence. They've just been losing player after player, haven't they? I know they can't really afford them anymore, but they've got to then draft for some youth. We talked about it last week, didn't we? Yeah, I think that's a solid pick. Um, I think he could probably go higher. I think he could be another option for Green Bay. Um with the 12th pick um, but yeah good player Baltimore Ravens at number 22 Paul you're on the clock I for one think the Ravens must be looking at this wide receiver group now bearing in mind they've got no weapons at all their two receivers are like Willie Sneed and uh, somebody completely forgettable another slot guy that's it that's all they've got on their it's, it's not a good look for the Ravens at the it moment. It doesn't really matter because, you know, yeah. Lamar Jackson can't, can't throw the ball. Throw the ball, so... But all the offensive tackles are gone. <laughs> but yeah. they need a big, well, almost like a Devin Funches type player who with a massive God. catch God. radius. Times are bad. Imagine if there was a, a big-bodied, quick, wide receiver sit on the board who, who you might be thinking about taking. I'm not, are we trying to influence the... Uh, <laughs> Trying to influence here. I'd so. hope he'd go in the second round, Jim, to a to a team with a much better colour scheme. I'm not sure I'd want him. He can only run in straight lines. Oh, man, you're never fucking happy. No, I'm not. I suspect I know who Paul is going to pick uh, because we had this discussion about this particular player beforehand and I'm not sure if it's the same player you're referring to but we're about to see. John, are you looking up to see who their... Uh, who the wide receivers are on on the yeah. John Brown is no longer with the there. team. <laughs> no, John, John Brown's at the Bills yeah, he now. He left, yeah. Great sign. Couldn't remember where he'd gone. He's gone to the Bills. If you have a look and see who the main receivers are at the Ravens, it's terrible. Uh, Paul, do you have a pick for me? Pick is in. With the 22nd pick in the 2019 draft, the Baltimore Ravens do indeed take a wide receiver. Iowa State's Hakeem Butler. Oh, wow. Well, it's your big-bodied wide receiver. He, he is one of the outside guys. There's a lot of slot receivers in this draft. I think, for me, it was... He's a deep threat. He's quick. He's 6'5". He's endorsed by Megatron. And, all right, there's issues with drops, but he ain't going to be getting the ball anyway, is he? <laughs> <laughs> can't, drop, can't drop the ball if you're not going to get it thrown to you. That is very true. So you don't think you've dropped the ball selecting Hakeem Butler this high? From what I saw, taking away the drops, you know, for a guy whose job it is to catch the ball, he has <laughs> issues with that. <laughs> but it wouldn't be a Bill Belichick's world draft without me making a reach for a wide out, would it? Well, that's very true. Houston Texans with the 23rd pick. Jim, you are on the clock. Uh, what needs are remaining for the Texans? are There are a few. Uh, both positions on the O-line basically you, you need to be keeping Deshaun Watson from getting crushed again yeah and that's exactly I think he was the most sacked quarterback 52 year, was something, it? something like, like that Might it was a crazy 60s. number of sacks the most sacked quarterback in the red zone ever in one season that well, is very true <laughs> uh, and the player selected with the 23rd pick is uh, centre slash guard Garrett Bradbury NC State fuck 
Oh, there's a lot of uh, O-line. I really want the tackle here, but it's too high for Dalton Risner, who's left on the board. Um, Bradbury is a, a great talent. He had a great um, combine, and he's certainly shooting up the mock draft boards. He can play centre, but he can also play guard as well. But I think he'll end up playing centre. Um, and that combination between Bradbury and Deshaun Watson will be a, a, a good if, combination for years to come. If the Saints had a first-round pick, is this who they would take to yeah, replace Max def- Unger? Uh, yeah, if... Whoever they could get high enough, yeah, yeah. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. I'm wondering if they're going to try and trade for that because that is their biggest need now is a centre to replace him. So yeah, there's a couple. Eric McCoy is another centre. He's probably highly rated. Um, he's probably not first round talent, but if they're desperate, then uh, that could be somewhere where they go. Uh, John, the 24th pick is yours, Oakland Raiders. Uh, Here we go. John Mike Gordon. Mayock is on the clock, and he's already sent all the scouts home. He's made one selection without them. They they took uh, Ed Oliver. Fairly high, but it's a, it's a decent selection. What are they going to do? Because we know they're going to screw one of these picks up, and I'm assuming John's playing the role, you know, <laughs> as he should. So I've already picked Brad, uh, Sam Bradford. So <laughs> with the 24th pick in the draft, the Oakland Raiders select defensive lineman Dexter Lawrence. Really, 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 I've just seen Jim swearing into his laptop. Really rebuilding this defence and replacing the Khalil Mack production. I think that's another good pick from uh, from John there, acting as Mike Mayock. Yes. <laughs> Keeping your press conference to a minimum. Bill Belichick-style press conference. <laughs> hey, you can do that if you win. Pick now. <laughs> uh, Joe, I, I think it's going to be interesting with the Raiders this year going to be really interesting because I mean what is happening behind the scenes there because it's uh, it just seems to be an absolute shit show yeah in the nicest possible way I mean what he just wants to be in charge of everything doesn't he they don't trust anybody it's just madness I'll quite happily get paid to be sent home from but Oakland you do you know it's, it, at the end of the day he's going to be held accountable isn't he, in a yeah. couple of years it's either going to be great or these players aren't going to make it. You think about it, you're building your picks now for the Super Bowl in eight years' time. Well, I think they well, are. You can afford that, to keep them in eight I years' time. I think that is the case, isn't it? Um, the 25th selection is in. Gary was well on his feet with this one. The Eagles are taking cornerback Greedy Williams from LSU. It's a, it's a position of need for the for the Eagles. They were average at corner last year. They got no if I'm honest with you... I thought I was going to have to take DeAndre Baker at that position. Um, shouldn't have been a bad pick. Which wouldn't have been a bad pick. Or Devin Bush at linebacker. That was where my thinking was. And I wasn't I know Greedy Williams has been, you know, sliding down some of the some of the some of the drafts, the mock drafts, but I'm surprised to see him that low. Um still available. It's just why not? I think I'm looking forward to my draft grade, if I'm honest with you. I feel pretty confident about it. That's unlike you. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's all about being humble Griff it, well I I get a lot of opportunity to do that in life <laughs> I, I like Greedy Williams I'm not sure he's quite a first round talent but in the future he may well be so I, I think, think I think he's a definite first round talent you're right, yeah. he's got issues around tackling but you can work on that yeah. he, his positioning is brilliant he's quick enough his play with the back his back to the ball when the ball is in the air is excellent yeah. it's yeah, just the player's Eluding, eluding let's face evading it, the tackle. He's going to be playing Eli Manning, uh, Case twice, Keenum, and Case Keenum twice, mm. and um, Dak Prescott twice. It's, it's, it's going to be scary, doesn't it? Yeah, he's going to he's going to have a couple of picks out of those three alone. 
Yeah, you'd have thought so. It, it's a decent pick. It works well how, for the How many Eagles. passes get defended rather than well, there's tackled? Well, yeah. And then so he's got, he's what, 6'2"? He's well? a great defender of the ball. That's the that's the thing. So, I think that's the I think he's a great cornerback. Paul, with the Colts at 26, you are on the clock. Uh, I heard the swearing when Greedy Williams disappeared off the board. I've heard a lot of swearing, in fact, from your particular direction over the last few picks. Have we, uh, have we seen some of your players disappear off the board? I was hoping Garrett Bradbury would be available to me later on. Well, what about uh, for your teams? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Nicely <laughs> done. Nicely done. <laughs> Nicely done. Uh, have you got a selection for me at 26 with the Colts? I do, yes. Are you happy to pass it to me? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> that is the point of the show. That's, uh, with that's some good podcasting. <laughs> oh, really? Wow. With the 26th pick, the Indianapolis Colts select for Andrew Luck's benefit. AJ Brown, wide receiver, Ole Miss. Uh, that is adding some some serious weaponry. Uh, yeah. If he turns out to be three quarters of the player he could be, then Andrew Luck just got up upgraded. I think he's comfortable dual threat, both long and short throws. He's bigger than some at six foot, and you know I I thought you've got a very accurate quarterback with a. I just thought he was a they've decent got, option. They've got two big receivers in Devin Funchess, who's now there, and also Eric Ebron, who had a great season last year. Why not add someone else with pace? And now you add him to Ty Hilton as well. That's, that's this is a scary team, I think. Considering what Andrew Luck did last year with no name receivers. <laughs> Who was the number two receiver last year? Chester somebody? Chester, Chester Rogers. Rogers, yeah. Not Zach somebody. Who was that? There was a there was a guy with a slightly Swiss sounding name on the team. It, you know, that's what I mean. There were some nobodies and, and yet they got all the way to the playoffs. So, you know, I, I think that's a massive, massive upgrade uh, in terms of what they're going to be able to achieve. With the number 27 pick, we're back to John with the Raiders. And I think I know what John's going to do because I may have accidentally snuck a look another, at Another defensive board. tackle? I hope so. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a brand new... No, I've gone... Uh, this is I, it's not, what I want, not what I want to do, but I just get... Yeah, I, I'll probably be able to explain a, a, it a worthwhile, you... A worthwhile... Yeah, it is what I thought. So with the 27th pick, the Raiders select quarterback Drew Locke. Because I do think... Gruden is not all in on Carr um, and I think he would love a quarterback uh, to to you know uh, school and Who? you know make make his own and I think if he could I think he would you know would I anyone mean, then trade for Carr if this happens on draft day I don't think so not yet I well, the Giants the, could be in there not, the Giants not, need to do something not if, on if draft Locke... day but if if you've got a very expensive quarterback, I mean, as well, I mean, have you seen who's behind Carr? It's just a... Uh, yes. Is it Nate Peterman? Yeah, it's Nate Peterman. It's... Of it was EJ Manuel as well at one point. AJ McCarron maybe was there for a while. It's not a good... Uh, it, there's not a lot of depth at that position. I mean, we all want to see Nate Peterman playing again. Oh, I, mean, I, I need a laugh. Uh, quite frankly, uh, yeah, Glennon, Landry Jones, Nate Peterman. It's that is a Landry a Jones is easily the best one of those three. Mediocrity there, a cacophony of mediocrity. Yeah, that might be the cleverest thing that's ever been said on this podcast. Uh, the twenty-eighth pick belongs to the Los Angeles Chargers. Jim, that's you. Are you any closer to this selection? Oh, I see the paper being folded. I like this that you're all taking it very seriously with the folding of the paper. 
with that said 28th pick, the Chargers select wide receiver Marquise Brown, Oklahoma. I wanted to tackle here, but there's still none there that are worth the value. He's lost one receiver. Um, Terrell Williams has gone to the Raiders. And now, you know, I think the Chargers are in a win-now position just because of Philip Rivers' age. Find him another great target. Marquise Brown it could be the clone of Antonio Brown, for we know, and he could generally be a star player and playing with a, rece- uh, a quarterback like Phil Rivers, and, you know, clutch quarterback. <laughs> Someone could have an awesome say, season. So much head shaking. <laughs> well, the 29th pick belongs via the, the trade earlier mentioned to the Seahawks, acquired from the Chiefs for Frank Clark. So, Gary, your second selection as the Seahawks GM. Well, yeah, and this selection has changed in the last couple of picks because wide receivers have gone off the board that I would have gone for, leaving only really DK Metcalf, who I don't think is worthy of a first-round pick because he can't turn. Mm-hmm. So He's a straight-line speed guy. It's a problem, and I think Russell Wilson needs quite nimble people to react to how he runs all around. Would you, select, would you suggest that DK Metcalf is just another Tyler Lockett on that team? He's just bigger. Mm. Yeah, I just don't think he's what they need. So um, I was probably going to take AJ Brown or Marquise Brown if they were there. Um, but because they're not... You're taking just, Mrs. Brown. Let's just going to keep rebuilding that Legion of Boom, I think. Oh, uh, okay, we're going defensive pick. So the 29th selection in this year's draft is DeAndre Baker, cornerback, Georgia. And I'm surprised he's still on the board. I've seen a lot of mock drafts where he's gone by now, way ahead of Greedy Williams, etc., etc. I mean, that's that's a definite need. I think they they need to strengthen the cornerback. You could, I think they could go safety as well there. Um, but I don't. It's maybe not a safety that's worth that pick. But yeah, solid. Uh, Packers, John, you are on the clock for your second Green Bay pick with number thirty. Uh, what do we think Green Bay are going to do? There's been some discussion about whether Green Bay are looking for the next Aaron Rodgers because this is about the same point when they took a quarterback in Favre's career uh, could yeah. you imagine the response from Aaron Rodgers if yeah. they brought another quarterback in on the would first round would be amazing it would be the funniest thing ever what with Russell Wilson overtaking him in the pay scale and then they bring in his replacement can you imagine how much uh, drinking he'd be doing Jesus. if uh, all of a sudden that happened whiskey sale in, uh, <laughs> in Wisconsin <laughs> in Wisconsin amazing. gone through the roof um, I are you close to a pick I am going oh he's, it, the, the pen is in use I mean there, there are still some, some needs here uh, obviously you've addressed uh, <laughs> you addressed earlier in the day one of the one of the key problems with safety Uh they desperately need a tight end, uh, and you could always use offensive linemen when you've got Aaron Rodgers to protect. Uh, I'm still not entirely sold on the running back situation in Green Bay either, and this is about the point in the draft where, if, uh, is it Josh Jacobs? Josh Jacob, if yeah. he's going to go, this is about the place I think he's going to go. It shouldn't go any higher than this, but they, you know, teams that need a running back, this is roughly... Because Jacobs... Didn't get a lot of starts, did he? Because no, I think that benefits a running back as well. There's oh yeah, he's not less worn wear out. and tear on the on. It's just less game yeah. film. So you know, and I completely agree. I think tight end would be where I'd be going. Yeah, they need to replace. Uh, well, they've never really replaced Jared Cook, have they? No, and Jimmy Graham's there for another year, but he was <laughs> useless, useless last average year. last yeah, year. Very much. So. He's the highest paid tight end. 
Great. Uh, you think about what he was doing when he was at Seattle. I mean, he got 16 touchdowns. I, I know that because I got rid of him after week one in fantasy. Yeah, I picked him up. Yeah, you're welcome. He didn't get any yards, but he just got touchdown every yeah. game. That was um, incredibly frustrating. The pick is in. Oh, and the Green Bay Packers select tight end Noah Fant. Solid. Yeah, that's, that's a good pick. I think this is about right for him. I actually think on real-life draft day, he may go higher. He's been going really high. In I think he, I mean, he was the tight end I was thinking about for the Titans because I, I mean, Delaney Walker's getting older. Yeah, I Mario think New England will be interested if, if they can, you yeah. know, if, he, if he's there towards the end of the draft, I think New England will be interested. He's, he's a freaky athlete. Whether or not he blocks well enough. He doesn't. He's a, he's a big wide receiver, but I think that's fine. And, you know, that's what, as long as they know what they're getting, and they don't play their run game that much, so have a, yeah, have a receiver I like this. A the, tight end. Uh, I actually think the, uh, the Packers draft has been solid. Uh, Los Angeles Rams, you know, Super Bowl losers, they have the 31st pick. Paul? I found this very difficult. Yeah. Because every player I thought of has already gone. So <laughs> you took someone that's not gone. That Original. <laughs> it's different. <laughs> so I'd like to select Kyler Murray. No. Um <laughs> I'm assuming you've drafted yourself. I, I, I had to do very quick research and I've gone for just what I thought was a very good player from the research I did. I love that you've included the full team name as well. With the 31st selection, the LA Rams select linebacker TJ Edwards from the Wisconsin Badgers. So that's, that's some in-depth stuff you've written down for me there. You get extra points just for writing the full team name. Yeah, I, I just thought out of the linebackers that are available, he was the best one I saw from very, 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 very quick research. <laughs> are you suggesting that your big board only had 16 players on it? I mean, to be honest... I did the rest of them, and the Rams were just kind of, yeah, it'd be fine. <laughs> what, because they don't have that many needs? I mean, apart from the ability to win big games. Win big games. Yeah. <laughs> I've, uh, I've just seen the difference between his overall ranking in real life and where you've selected him. And congratulations, Paul. I can confirm you have the top two highest <laughs> differential players selected in the draft. That's either some awesome research or some reaching like you've never reached before. So, how bad was that? Well, <laughs> yeah, that is, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a 99 place difference. And earlier on with your Will, Will Greer selection, that was a 98 place difference from where they're ranked to where you You'll all be laughing when they're free agents in two years. <laughs> With the final pick, number 32, to round out our draft, we, uh, we saw the Houston Texans trade away Jadavian Clowney for a first-round pick from New England. Uh, there, was, there was other compensation involved as well, uh, but that was the general gist of it. It was uh, this year's first and third-round selections. There was a trip to uh, a massage parlour. <laughs> <laughs> It was this year's first and third round selections and next year's third round selection for Clowney to the Patriots, which leaves Houston with the final pick of the first round. Jim, what are they going to do? Well, so uh, first of all, on the Patriots selection, I don't think the Patriots will do it because they're going to have to give them a big contract and the Patriots don't do that. But they need the Patriots need an edge rush and I think the Texans will trade him because I, I don't think they can afford to pay Clowney and JJ Watt and, you know, 
DeAndre Hopkins is getting paid a fair amount. Deshaun Watson's contract's going to come up. I think they're going to have to lose um, lose Clowney. He's definitely worth a first round pick. So the Texans get an, uh, another first round pick. They lost. They had a season of time. Matthew. He's now gone, and so they only get his replacement. The, the replacement of Tyron Matthew. Yep. And that will be Tyler Rapp, safety Taylor from. Rapp. Wa- sorry, Taylor Rapp, safety, Washington. Yes, I think he's a he's a good safety. As aggressive as Matthew? Probably not, but he's, again, his positional play is excellent. He didn't have a great combine. There were concerns about his overall speed. Um, he, I think his 40-yard 40, his 40 dash was 4.7 seconds, which is slow, and it has impacted his stock. I think he probably could have gone a bit higher. Um, but he's a great safety positional-wise. He'll get interceptions, and he'll also be able to come forward and blitz. A, a Haven't the Patriots well. got a lot of picks in this? Yeah, 12, 12 picks. They, are, are we not going to try and see them moving up? There's been discussion about it. Because if they need a tight end, they might have to move up to get well, a yeah, tight still, end. There's still some decent tight ends left. I know, but Irvin, they want, you know... Irv Smith Jr. is there. Jason Steinberg is there. And there's a couple of unknowns who... What's the name of the guy you just mentioned? Schaffenberger? Jay Steinberger? Sternberger. Sternberger. Jay Sternberger. He's the one I keep hearing that everybody's interested in late on. So he's supposed to be Travis Kelsey. Safarian Jenkins as well. I know, I know. I don't. (laughs) I just wonder if. Safarian Jenkins has had 21 or more catches in his. In a season once, and Gronk only failed to do that once. I think there's a a couple of teams out there in the mid 20s that aren't that fussed about being there no, and no I think the Patriots could move up yeah, and potentially get involved in, in some of this which would be odd because they normally trade down and out but I think I agree I think they will be trying to move up this year with all those mid-round picks you could even see them ending up with two first-round picks this year if I just, really I just don't to. know what the value is of taking don't, 12 mediocre players don't, don't forget as well the Patriots Nothing first round mediocre <laughs> the, the Patriots first-round pick from last year didn't play how many so of the 12 are going to get into the final 53-man roster? That's why I just used two to take Javien Clowney. Five. My point is, yeah, yeah. I I think it's a if you've point. got that many, you know, if you've got that many picks, surely they you have, use them to trade up. They have got quite a lot of needs, though. Yeah. Oh, no, but, but they, have lost they do lot. every year. Yeah. <laughs> they only have so many players. Like they need, are you going to have 12 rookies? They need an edge rusher. They need tackles. They need wide receivers. They need a they quarterback. Need don't, don't win anything with they kids. They need a replacement quarterback. <laughs> Thank you, gentlemen, for participating in our 2019 Bill Belichick's World Mock Draft. Let's Your have fees in the post. Thank you. Let's have a quick look back at the selections and see who we think has won and lost the draft. Paul, it was you, you lost. Um, and, and, and whether or not you're happy with your selections, what you would change if you were given the opportunity to go over again. Because there are one or two mm, stud players really left who have slipped into the second round. Um, and one or two reaches in our draft. So you had the first pick, Gary. Going through your teams, what would you opt to change and what are you happiest with? Um, So actually, I don't think I would change anything. Um, You'd probably be surprised to hear. Uh, It felt like it went quite well, if I'm honest with you. Um, There was players available that I didn't expect to be available. I'm not sure that's how the draft will go. Who do you mean? Well, I didn't expect to take Jawan Taylor in, you know, what was 18th. it? 18th. I was expecting him to go top 10. Vikings would be over the moon. Oh, it? honestly, yeah. if the Vikings get that pick, just going to be the perfect fit for them. You know, Rashawn Gary, that might be a bit bit of a high pick. You know, like some people are saying, he might not be as skilled as you want him to be, but I believe in that pick. And I think with the Bucks having such a poor defence, and it is old and slow, 
I think it is a good pick, but you could argue that one. The rest of them, I think, you know, good work trading some youth into the Seahawks. That's going to be a lot cheaper to maintain that defense for the next few years now, based on those amazing picks. Um, so generally, I'm I'm pretty happy, if I'm honest with you. Good, yeah, that's fair. That's, that's, that's a fair assessment. The point is that you should be happy. Paul, you had the second pick. Yeah, and I was very happy with that, thank you. You're welcome. And the rest? Um, I, I think I having a look at the different the differentials between. I think I've been openly mocked for Will Greer. <laughs> yep, yep. He's this year's Kiki Kuti. So Will Greer averaged nine point seven yards per throw in 2018, and had 37 to eight touchdown to interceptions ratio. There's only one person who had a better touchdown to interception ratio, and that's Kyle Murray. Murray. The stats back up Will Greer. I am not entirely sure that the stats are all that's important. However, if you're confident in it, the whole point of the exercise is what would you do were you GM filling the needs for your team? So, And if I was John Elway, I'd be picking a bad quarterback. And I, I, was bad <laughs> I was just about to say that is the kind of pick that Elway would make. So it's quite that could happen. Like so, Will Greer is this year's Paxton Lynch. Will Greer ending up the Easily. Broncos could happen. I, was, I don't think it'd happen at that pick. Fair enough. What about the rest of what you uh, what you did in the draft? Um, I think based on the quarterbacks that were available, I, if Haskins or Murray wouldn't have been available pick on the sixth pick, but I probably would have taken a quarterback for the Giants. But I think. I'm happy with the people I got their first, from everything that we see, their first round talent. I thought that Dolphins move up actually to have second choice of quarterbacks mm. was quite important because after the Giants decided to take Cody Ford, I thought that was an early pick as well. I thought that was probably about it is, 10 too early. It's not a bad player, it's just I think it was slightly too early when you've got such a need at quarterback and you could have taken Haskins. But adding Cody Ford and Andre Dillard is, has really made that an excellent O-line already at the Giants with you know maybe you are stuck with with uh, Eli for another so, year sorry no no yeah. excellent O-line Giants should never be in the same sentence he shouldn't I feel a bit <laughs> sick however that is the case and as I said during the intermission that we had um, Daniel Jones is not off the board so the Giants could still get their quarterback of the future in the second round I think the way the Giants will actually operate is I think they're kind of holding for next year which is supposed to, is a very QB heavy draft next year isn't it yeah, it should be decent next year. So yeah, problem is if there could be four or five other teams doing the same thing. Yeah, but they'll be picking early. Yeah, I mean, yeah of course fair, they will. Let's be fair, we'll still suck. Yeah, all right. Um, so the third pick belonged to you, Jim, uh, with the Jets. So take us through what you did and what you're happiest and least happy with. Yep, I think uh, Gary for a curveball, not taking Mar Kyler Murray, but then it left the Bengals there to take Murray and I think you know the Bengals would be over the moon to get Kyler Murray with the fifth pick it'd be well worth that trade up um, and it could make for an entertaining play there um, the I had a couple of picks which you know undenied about different players Jaggers was the first one between Joe Taylor and TJ Hawkinson you could go either way with that and I think it would have been a good pick um, and then I was desperately trying to get Joe what's Taylor what's the highest the tight end's ever gone before I have no idea. Vernon Davis was around that sort of. I'm going to say that must be one of the yeah. highest ever picks for a tight end. Yeah, I, I think guess. it's definitely. You don't normally see them go in the first round, let alone in the top ten. But I, I do think Hawkinson could be in the top ten. Probably top fifteen is realistic. Um, Vernon Davis, 
It's yeah. the uh, highest ever. What did he go? Six, sixth overall, 2006. Six. Yeah. Right, okay. So. Whatever happened to him? Yeah, what did he ever do? Still, still does them bustling runs for the Redskins, still doesn't he? bloody quick, isn't he? Yeah, very quick. Uh, what else? Um, Redskins, I, I honestly thought about taking Jawan Taylor at the Redskins when he was there as well, but there, there just wasn't the need for it. So, you know, Montez Sweat or Brian Burns and Montez Sweat fitted that, that scheme much better. Um, and I know I've been a little bit mocked for it, but I really like the, the, the trade for the Patriots did for Jadavian Clowney. You're not you're not mocked for that specifically. It's the uh, oh, it's just never going to happen. I accept no, that. but but when you proposed it earlier, I mean, as a Patriots fan, I would fall over myself <laughs> to take that deal, and it's a very Belichick move. So yeah, you know, nothing wrong with I it. If you're going to use that selection then to if I don't think it'll happen because he's on a he's on a franchise tag. If he was in the last year of his contract, I think it'd probably be more likely because Belichick has a habit doing that and especially for first round picks where they can then get the fifth year option as well um, but then I'm happy with the, the Taylor Rapp selection at safety I think he's yeah I think it's like it's like we talked about I think the Patriots could easily move up into yeah. anywhere from probably the Steelers down I think would be reasonably easy to move up teams that have got some multiple needs you know or don't feel that they've got that much need. So the Eagles, for example, might not think they want Greedy Williams. They might be quite happy to trade out that for an extra pick somewhere else. So I think I think that's where the Patriots will be looking for value, is to move up, and mm. they don't need 12 picks, do they? No, no, there's a real possibility they could end up with two first-round picks late in the rounds by getting rid of all their mid-round picks. I, I think that's possible this year. Um, John, you picked at number four. You had three selections for the Raiders. What did you think of that to start with? The thing is, I could have traded um, uh, further, but the thing is, and I think they put, you know, the likelihood is they may do that, but I was being Gruden, uh, and I think their team sucks, and they need they need bodies, um, quite frankly, that aren't just treadful players. Uh, they've spent big on the line, the offensive line, to stop... Um, the repeat of Derek Carr crying again, to, much to all our sadness. But uh, um, so that's why I went with uh, defensive players to replace the fact that they lost the uh, one of the best defensive the, one of the players, best defensive the players yeah. in Navarro the world. Bowman. Yeah, um, they just they did. Then they just seem to have lost him. Like, um, uh, but um, yeah, yeah, of course, in the bay somewhere. <laughs> is uh, yeah, it's the losing man around. Uh, but yeah, probably they, they, you know, they aren't going to they aren't going to pick two defensive linemen yeah, with the draft. I doubt what? because there's there's there does seem to be a strange struggle for power in the uh, Oakland draft. Do um, we think they'll stick with all those picks, or do we think no, they'll trade out? Of them? I don't think they will, but I'm not the GM. I think they could. I think they'll certainly keep two of them, and I think if they yeah. do, they very much will go defensive. I'm not sure they're going to be trying to take a quarterback. I don't. No, I'm I don't think either. any of these yeah. quarterbacks are better than Carr. Well, we said it off air. I think like Kyler Murray was there for them. Yeah. For I think if, if that happened, then oh, that's possible. Think Gruden would be very tempted for it. Have they still got McCarron? No, nope. no. Who's the backup to Carr now? Nate Peterman. Okay. Yeah. So there's a need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but but Derek Carr did get paid like two years ago, and I know he then hurt his back and everything. Twenty six million next it, year. But he's only like twenty seven, twenty eight, isn't he, Carr? He's, yeah. He's not that old. If they did bring in a, a new quarterback, that Carr to the Giants could be something I could see happening. Yeah. Well, his brother won a Super Bowl ring there. Yep. Very true. 
but uh, yeah, um, I mean, I mentioned the uh, Nazir Adderley. I do like Nazir Adderley. I think he's a good safety, but great safety. But I'm a bit upset that I forgot Devin White. Um, especially got, when I'm, I'm you've got Adley at first I've, as well. I've got a I've got a chart here, and Devin White is <laughs> very clearly uh, here. So uh, it's quite embarrassing that I yeah. did. I, I did take him, to, you know, the next pick. The next pick. <laughs> um, is this to swap it in? Uh, I went. Uh, I went for Jonah Williams before Juwan Taylor, and I'm not upset with that because I uh, PFF have him as a be- better. So I'm. I'm going to believe them. Uh, quite frankly, Analysis. other than that, <laughs> <laughs> other than that, I'm. I'm quite pleased with a lot of the dis- picks. Uh, there was no. There's no. Uh, Utter is like mine. No, no dogs, eh, John? There's no Will Greer picks style. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Byron Murphy and Nazir Adderley, uh, if you're looking back, and it probably went early. Will Greer is the third best quarterback in the draft, apparently, and I took According him According to one source. And what a source. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for going back over your picks. We will see on Thursday night slash Friday morning just how close we are all of this will be up on the Bill Belichick's world website once uh, one of you guys tells me how to do it or does I'll it just, yourself I'll just do it good man uh, that has been a pleasure to go through uh, as always so has anyone got anything they'd like to add before we sign off and prepare for the draft nothing for me no no just looking just forward to the draft it's going to be really entertaining so I sucked again yeah, yeah. sorry Paul yeah I, th- I don't think this will be what happens I think we'll be I think most of the players that we've picked will be there. Probably how many? How many players did you pick, Paul? Eight. Yes. Well, so around so twenty-eight twice. of the players will yeah. be in that thirty-two. <laughs> um, but it, I think you know that it's hard when we're doing this just around laptops. Like we're busy thinking about our next pick. Next pick. Half the time I'm saying to Jim next to me, "Who, who just went?" Cause, <laughs> you know, are they still on the board? Because actually, it's quite quite difficult. We don't have a big board we don't have half an hour we get two minutes so it's easy to make that you know kind of mistake and just and just miss Devin White because you don't know you just can't remember you can't keep track of everything and try and do your next pick so I think I think think that's a pretty good idea of what will happen I think we've identified good needs for most teams so I think we'll be closer than we were last year I think the massive the heavy well the abundance of defensive players that we've picked I think that will follow through in the draft as well we've out of the top five, we've got one quarterback and four defensive linemen. That probably won't be too far off of what we actually see. No, I think that's fair. Uh, thank you for all your GMing efforts. Uh, finally, before we sign off, anybody not think Kyler Murray is going number one in the real world? I don't think they're going to take him first. I think if they were going to do something with Rosen, they'd have done it already, personally. No, I don't. I think the NFL will have asked them nicely not to trade Rosen now because they want the the hype around the draft. Viewing figures. And viewing figures. Because as soon as they get rid of Rosen, it's just like, yeah, this, that's happening. I think the NFL cared that much about it. That there's a little sneaky request going in. It could be that a trade has already happened and both teams not, are just under. Yeah, not, not come yeah. out and declared yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. So I, I think that he will definitely go first. Um... Like I say, I wouldn't take him. I don't think he's quite good enough. I think they've invested enough into Rosen. I don't I don't see the value um, when you've got somebody like Nick Bosa and you're as bad a team as the Cardinals are. Get a great quarterback and put him in a terrible team. 
Okay, brilliant. I think there's, for me personally, there's no middle ground with Murray. I can't see Murray being average. He's either going to be amazing or he's going to be utter cat shit. I think you're absolutely right, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, I'm, I kind of agree. Um, I think he's a... Uh, I think he, I, don't, I wouldn't take it myself, but I think he will go first. He's going to be polarising, let's put it that way. Okay, well, thank you very much. Uh, remember to tune in to the draft. Maybe your team's Super Bowl squad will be put together or your dreams will be shattered because Dave Gettleman is your GM. That's <laughs> pretty much how it's going to go, right? Uh, either way, it will always remain Bill Belichick's world. Bye. Bye.